0: Thank you for listening to this interview series by me, David Roth, from WPP in conjunction with the World Retail Congress, which was recorded live at the World Retail Congress 2023. In this edition, I'm in conversation with Regis Schultz, the CEO of JD Sports Group. He began his career over 30 years ago in FMCG. Over the last 20 years, he's worked in retail in several French and international groups, including Castorama, Kingfisher, B&Q, Dati, al Foutain Group, and in different sectors, DIY, furniture, electrical, food, fashion, and toys. For more conversations in this podcast series, go to wppbav.com forward slash wrc2023 but not before you've listened to this. Well, it's absolutely delightful, Regis, to, to see you again. I haven't seen you for a number of years. If you were giving, I don't know, the equivalent of the United States President's State of the Union address on retail at the moment, how would you
1: describe retail? So the first thing, which would be controversial, but you, you will like that from a French guy, is that inflation is good. <laughs> and I think that's... Well, uh, I think that's something where, you know, it's really, you know, the best year for retailer has been the 70s with double-digit inflation. So, we should not. So inflation is not a bad news. Yeah, as Especially, long as it doesn't last for too long. Yeah. yeah, and as long as we have a low unemployment, which yes. is the case. So, if we have the combination of the two, I think that retailer is benefiting from what's happening, and we can see that. So, that's the first thing, which I know it's controversial, but it is reality. The second one, I would say, is that... Um, um I, I think the good thing is that digital... So we had the the crash test for offline and with COVID and customer came back. And I think that we're starting to see, you know, something that uh, online is forever, but off, offline is forever. And I think that's something which is quite uh, reassuring for people who have store and we see the winning formula. As soon as, you know, you had this crash test, investors are now realizing that it will not be 100% online. They're starting to ask online player to make money. And that makes that model pure player doesn't work and go back to Omni-Channel. So I think we are at a pivotal point where we see what we saw before, which uh, the real game is about Omni-Channel and pure player will have a certain part of the market for sure but they will not take the full so, market. So in, the, in that conscious rages,
0: what, what do you
1: see the role of the physical store being in, in, the, in the customer like, journey? I think a media like digital. I think that the two works together. You know, this is extraordinary stat, but it's real. If I put a store in a town, my online penetration doubles because it creates value. And at the same moment, 90% of our customers go online before going in-store. So the reality is that it's one proposition and it's one media, a little bit like TV. It's a, it's a fantastic media because you know compared to TV, you can measure, you can sell, you can uh, interact, but it's a media, like the store is a media. So what you are looking at is the different media that you have and how you play with different, how you put more emphasis on one or the other, how you decide to put your money where you want. But it's, a, it's no more than that, no less than that. Now,
0: we used to work in a business together where we looked at the economics of individual stores. In what you're talking about now, how do you work out what the economics of an individual store is if, in a sense, the store has a greater gravitational pull than just the revenue
1: that's generated in that physical space? We're starting to include in the capex the fact that we will increase our digital sales. We're starting to... To put, we put back, you know, and that was a big thing, a so game changer in, in Darty and in JD, which is to bring back the click and collect sales to the store PNL, and l because that's, they own it. And you end up by looking differently. At the same moment, you look at digital marketing and you say, this is not a digital marketing. It's a full marketing. So f- when you are buying keywords this should not be related to the turnover that you do online, it should be total because the reality is that some of the customers that you are buying through the keywords will go offline. So it's starting to be one proposition and yes you continue to look store PNL by by store but you include some other things, the same for digital, you start to say okay but some of the advertising online doesn 't belong to online some of the IT investment doesn't belong to digital you know, for example i 'm looking at my POS and my funnel it 's likely to be in the coming two years the same solution. so all of that means that you know you, you go back to say what is the contribution of the store? what is the contribution of the digital and after that you have your marketing you have your it, so and in that case, when you look like that, you know online offline very similar even in our case, online, uh, online is more profitable than, than offline.
0: Now, you're the CEO of one of the largest uh, retailers in the UK. The competition now for your attention in the business, for investment in the various different strands, the speed within which things are changing. How do you, as a CEO now, work
1: out what the prioritization should be? It's all coming back to the consumer, you know, and what the customer is doing. And and we have a, and I think that the the winner will be the one that, and I think JD is a winner because we really focus on on a very clear target and not trying to be, and the reality is that we are serving much more customers than the one we target. But if you want to have a really tone of voice, to have a share of voice that makes you you know, emerge in all what you are saying, if you really target your customer and your key customer, you can do it. If not, you get diluted and you are just a wallpaper. You are just a noise in the middle of many noise and no one emerges. And I think that the success of JD has been this focus on the young adult, the teenager, and the fact that for this, so that means that we don't compromise that in in terms of uh, putting money everywhere and we just put the money where we believe we touch this customer, and it's true we don't touch a lot of customers that come to us, but they come to us, and uh, and we make a big impact for those customers. What is it? Regis, about sport that's so compelling. Well, uh, competition. Uh, it's you know, uh, you know, it's a way to look at your life. It's it's health. It's everything that makes a human. I think that you you have a. You know the culture which is behind you know when you look at you know the terrace shoes is coming from us from a lot of history so you know when when you are based in manchester you can see how much football is part of the culture you know I we had a you know our business is global so we we do 30 percent in uk 30 percent in europe 30 percent in in us and 10 percent in asia and i bring all my leadership and we went to old trafford because I wanted them to understand what the culture and if you don't go there you don't understand so it is part of the culture it's a different culture in different country but it's so much so that's the first thing the second thing is that it's becoming you know it's incredible when you look at shoes in an airport and I've become a a shoes addict (laughs) and you know 70-80% are sneakers. You know that was ten years ago. It would have been 1790 formal shoes. That's you know it's incredible. The market has completely changed, and and I know by my experience that when you move to sneaker, you don't go back to formal shoes. It's just too painful. So and you see the same happening in apparel. You know you want you know a COVID help a little bit. You want
0: uh, only a little bit. I got the feeling that COVID sort of tipped the, yeah, the casual right. clothing oh, yes, in, yes, in, yes, in recent right. in, a, in a big way.
1: Yeah, but. Not so big i think uh, it, it, yeah it has accelerated a lot, but i think that uh, it's it, it just you know sports wear which are you know we so i think ninety percent of what we sell is not used to for sport, but they all come from sport, but it's cool material it's uh, uh, easy to wear it's nice to wear so and that's the new normal the new the, the and that really makes the our market, you know, we, we create, and I think JD created a, a blue ocean and in terms of taking this part of the apparel that and, and shoes uh, or footwear that works. Because when you look at fashion, fashion is flattish, or, or, and you took a sport, is flattish too. But what is developing is what we call athletic leisure, which is a combination of the two. And that's where JD was the first to be there and take the full benefit of it because it's the only one that does that really as a lifestyle proposition.
0: Now, we talk a lot about sort of... Uh, technology driving a whole series of things. We don't think, in that respect, so much about clothing technology. Now, clothing technology has driven quite a lot of uh, development in sports. How do you see the roadmap for great technology developments in sports, clothing, apparel, driving the market going forward?
1: Yeah. And I think we see what, what's happening, that it becomes, with competition, and it end up by your day-to-day, t-shirt and your day-to-day uh, underwear and that's what's happening you know when we were discussing yesterday with Adidas and Nike the same around a bra it's a, it's, it will come that those bras that we are developing for athletes will come for the everyday because they are much better, much more comfortable and give much more uh, for the women than the ones that have been there uh, forever. So I think that's, that's what you, you see. So, the, so what uh, has been developed for sports is getting to everyone.
0: outrageous it's been uh, wonderful to have a conversation with you again. It's nice to see you after all these years. One final question, which is, you know, given uh, you're located in Manchester, have you bought for all of your management team around the world tickets for the uh, FA Cup final yet? Not, not yet, not yet. <laughs> but I'm sure we, we will have some brands that will be happy to invite us. <laughs> Excellent. That will be one amazing game and an amazing sort of Manchester atmosphere. derby. Uh, yeah. Regis, thank you very much indeed for joining thank me. Thank you, David. Thank you. For more conversations in this podcast series, go to wppbav.com forward slash WRC 2023.